Diggity. What up, world? This is Dan Diggity, Road to Victory Podcast. We are here on the holidays, Thanksgiving after midnight. I got a special guest in the building. What up, Unc? What up, Nashir? What's going on? Everything good. Everything good. I'm excited. I'm excited to have this conversation with you, man. Before we get into that, man, I want to shout out all the supporters, all the people, all the listeners, all the people that show me love, man. That keeps me going. That keeps that keeps the uh, the fuel in the engine. That keeps my drive high, man. So I can keep on doing it. Well, how you doing? How you doing, Unc? I'm good, man. I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful, man. I, I thank God for you, man. I thank God for family, man. I thank God for love, you know? This is the sing- this is season to be thankful, man. Absolutely, man. That's really a, a year-long thing, man. Right. Man, that's not no one day. That's a year. That's 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 a life walk right there. Right. Know? Thankful for all the positive in your life, man. You still got air in your lungs, so... You know what I'm saying? You still need to be thankful. As long as you breathe it, still need to be thankful. Especially when they take trying to take our breath away. You know what I'm saying? That's the times we live in it. Definitely. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. You gotta keep your head on the swivel. You so, know who fly, huh? Right, right, right. So I wanna jump right into it. I had this idea. What are we talking about, man? Talk about it. What are we talking about? Yo, I had this idea, right? I wanna start it's like a process. I want to start from pain, and then I want to, and then the end result after pain, I want to, uh, we end with healing. Gotcha, that, gotcha. That's cool? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, listen, I'm on your time, bro. Whatever you want to talk about, we talk about, you know? All right. Ask me anything you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell you a thing or two about pain. Shoot, we, we, we have front row seats, you know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> we know a thing about that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, it's funny you say that. I, I, the other day, my last podcast, I talked to my mom. And, you know, the one of the first things I had to ask her, I had to ask her, I said, Ma, growing up, you provided, you protected, and you showed love in a different way, but it wasn't physical. So how, why didn't you hug me? You know what I'm saying? And she kind of alluded to that, uh, the way she was raised. And and it came from a, a long line of tough love, you know, a long line of tough love. So, so, so where I want to start with you is, you know, uh, what what tough love you received in your life, if you received any, like, like, and how do you, how do you, you know, how do you basically transition through it, the tough love, and actually not let it break you? Right. You know what I'm saying it was definitely survival. Um, it wasn't, you know, any. It wasn't driving. It wasn't building. It was just, you know, how do we make it? How do we make it to the, to the day? So my first, one of my first lessons in life was like, yo, don't let nobody punk you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody violate you. Don't let nobody, you know, take advantage of you. 
those are some of my first live lessons. Life lessons, you talk about a seven-year-old kid, you know? Right. Seven-year-old kid, you know, I started playing the part by myself at whatever age I was, you know, six, seven, eight, maybe. Um, that was the first thing, the first thing when I, my mom released me through the door, it was like, don't let nobody punk you. Don't let nobody hurt you. You know what I'm saying? So that's tough love, you know what I'm saying? Like, even beyond the neighborhood, um, that tough love was just like a, a thread throughout the entire family, you know? Because that tough love showed up at the dinner table. That tough love showed up when you, you know, getting dressed in the morning to leave school, you know? Nobody hugged you and said, I love you. You know what I'm saying? You were king. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, have a good day, survive, you know? And, and, and that was just sort of like, you know, again, that just happened throughout every inch of our family interaction, you know? So your mom, she was probably like closed off emotionally because she didn't, like love just wasn't a, um, it wasn't a, a norm in our household, you know? It was sort of like, it was distorted in, in the fact, you know? We, 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 we all got our lesson on love sort of like outside the home. But love should be taught inside the home. And then, you know, as you go into the world, you will set the standard for what type of love you're willing to mm-hmm. receive, accept, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? But that, that love lesson wasn't like we, we knew our moms loved us, hands down. You know, she did it by herself, she raised seven by herself. Right. We never questioned mom. You know, moms, that's a funny thing. We never questioned her, but um, in, in, in terms of like how to love, that lesson didn't happen at home. You know, that lesson sort of like happened in the world. We were just out there trying to figure it out. You know, so yeah, that's you know. Right. That's that. Right. So, so growing up, growing up, if the, if you were taught that not to let nobody. Play you, or not to let nobody hurt you. Where would you? Where did you stand? Did did you do the hurting, or did you, you know, stay neutral, rather than letting somebody bully you or or take something from you? You're freezing up a little bit. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So I was saying, I was okay. saying. I was saying, where, so growing up, you was taught, don't let nobody punk you. So where did you stand? Did you do the punking? Did you do the hurting? Or did you stay neutral? Like, what, 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 type, of, what type of person you had to be in the concrete jungle? I, I get you. I love that question. That's a great question, by, by the way. That's a dope question. Um, so like, you know, you got to find a balance. Saying so, growing up, like I've, I've I've done a little bit of everything you just explained. You know what I'm saying? I've been a bully, I've been a victim, I've been a savior. You know what I'm saying? Like I think ultimately where I landed was, you know, like just not having that. Love. love is the greatest emotion of all. Like love, love conquers all. Right? That's in the Bible. You know, to 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 my belief, that's in the Bible. Love conquers all. Saying so, that's the greatest emotion. However, um, you know, I had to figure it out. So, I've been the bully, I've been the person that overexerted himself. You know, I've been the person on the receiving end where you know, I 
that dude's coming at me and they, you know, they overpower me or they just, you know, sort of like um, assert themselves in terms of like um, keeping me at, 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 at a minimum. Um, and then, you know, I walked that fine line where I was the good guy too, you know. But I think where I landed, um, you know, just not having that, that adequate love in my life growing up, you know, um, I think I landed um, in, a, in a place where I just found myself, you know, trying to prove to everybody that, like, yo, I'm good enough, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I, I, I should be valued, you know, I'm good enough. So I became this person that, you know, started to do for everybody, started to, you know, uh, do for my aunt, you know, started to do for my, you know, my nephews. I did all I can. Saying I started to do for my siblings, I became a doer. I started to do for my friends. I was like, "Yo, put it all on my back. I'm gonna show y'all. I'm gonna show y'all that you know I'm good enough." You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was really that 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 love that was missing. You know, I I, I really didn't feel good enough. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I had to compensate. I had to figure out a way to like, all right, let me prove it to everybody. And you know, that went on well to me, you know, like, I, I still, at 42, I still question whether I'm dumb with that or not, you know, but um, it, it's, it's, you know, the, the love is big, you know, the love is there, you'll find yourself compensating, whether it's that self-love or whether it's that external love, you'll find yourself compensating in, in, in very extreme ways, you know? Yeah, I hear you, um. So getting to more deeper than that, you speak of the siblings, and you were the second youngest. So how how was that growing up, and how how does that affect who you are now? Yeah, you know, I was the second youngest, but you know, my family, my family, uh, a at seven, a very, at a very early age, um, you know, I was the I was the youngest boy. You know what I'm saying? So like. Just in, in all honesty, like Yolanda, she came along. She was the, um, you know, she was the baby of the family. But I was the youngest boy, which meant, you know, families like we have these, um, we have these codes. You know, we have these unsaid, unspoken, unwritten expectations. Right. But my family, you know, and I love them to death for this. You know, they they made it very clear, like, yo, we got expectations of, you know, what I'm saying like. You gonna deliver. You gonna bring legitimacy, you know, to this family where we from. The, the, you know, the journey, and um, you know that was a message that I was able to, you know, soak in at a very uh, young age. You know, my family always protected me. You know, if, if anything went with wrong, with wrong with Brian, like, you know, the family they rolled it out. They ready to pop. You know, um, and I think I was able to you know, received that clearly, like, that was clear to me, like, probably 17, 18, and I think the person that made it clear was the late, you know, my late big bro, hip-hop, you know, he made that very clear, you know, because um, I, it was a point where I was at a crossroad, and, um, you know, I was dipping and dabbing in the streets, um, you know, I was flirting it, flirting with it, testing the waters, and then, you know, I was also you know, um, excelling in school. So I had to make a choice. Um, but, you know, big bro hit, like, the, 
I think I was around 14, I got arrested. I had my guns on me. I was trying to rob kids and dancing hunters. Um, and, you know, that boy came to me to tears at the time. He's like, no, you ain't going to be that one. And from that moment on, like, that was a, that was a, a clear and strong message to me that prompted me to walk a, a, a certain line. You know, I knew I could really do the street stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I knew I had to, like, I had to deliver for my family, my big bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was a blessing, you know, because as a result, I hope I was able to inspire a lot of people in the family. You know, I hope I was able to, um, you know, help a lot of people in the family. So, um, yeah, you know, the family made it very clear that, you know, you are the youngest, but there's great expectations we have. And to this day, you know, I'm thankful. Because without that, without that type of like accountability, mm-hmm. without that type of accountability, I would not be here right now. You know what I'm saying I wouldn't be, you know, a husband, professional, you know, a friend, uncle. I wouldn't be none of that. Right, right. So, so, you know, in in a teaching manner, like, how would you go from selfish to selfless? Because I I feel like. I, I'm not really there for my brother the way I should be there for my brother. You know, how hip was there for you. For you. you know, I, I don't know how to do that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think you took the first step, and you acknowledged it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You acknowledged that that's a gap, you know? And your little bro is like, yo, I'm not going to do his job, you know? I'm not going to do his job and make things... Um, you know, all the way 100 with us, you know, that's on big bro, he my bro, so he has to show me that he's putting in the work, and, you know, I meet him halfway, but as a little brother, you know, you want to see your other, you want to see your older brother rise to the occasion, and, um, you know, just extend a hand, you know, uh, make the invitation, like, yo, let's, let's, let's link up, let's have dinner, let's have coffee, and, and, and don't, you know, don't be afraid to be like, yo, I'm sorry, I'm I think the, the most important part of that is acknowledging. Right. I think it's, you know, I think I think when you acknowledge something, you you, you create an opportunity to set a new path. You know what I'm saying? You and your brother, y'all probably haven't been as close as you would like, as close as you would like. But, you know, you got to learn from your love. So today is always a gift. Today is always a present. And um, I think you know, you start with the apology, you start with a commitment, make that commitment, write it down, make it clear. I always tell people all the time, you know, I, I, I support schools, I help schools with their challenges and things like that. Yeah, there's power in being clear. Be clear on what your intentions are and then put your money behind. That's it. Everything else gonna fall right into place. Cause you're a man. Like, God blessed you with, you know what I'm saying, the tools to create what you want. God gave you all those tools. It's up to us to use them. Well, so you got all the power, you got all the, you got all the, uh, you know, moves to fix that. But you got to be clear and you got to commit. Right, that was deep, um, that was deep, man. So now I want to move along to heartbreak, man. Heartbreak, like I've been a victim myself. You've been a victim to myself, especially with getting it right, man. 
you're you're a married man. You got it right. So so if you had to layer the steps, like what would those steps be? Because I know at the time it was like, damn, I, I don't see myself, you know, being in a committed relationship or or doing what it takes to be a married man. Or or was that always a goal for you? So right. I always wanted to be like him. So I always wanted the family. I always wanted the wife, you know. But um, it, it's it's not easy, man, you know. It's beautiful at the same time, but it's not easy. And I would just say, you know, for a young person trying to figure it out, man, you know, um, I, you know, the the word that's on my mind, and the word that, well, not the word, but sort of like the approach that has helped me get better and I'm still struggling man like every day is a challenge like I'm not gonna and, and this is not for me to cruise like marriage is a beautiful thing but it's work like let's just be real it's work family is a beautiful thing but it's work I love my family to death I love my wife I love my son I love my you know my brothers my sisters but all these Negroes they work and you know what I'm saying like Listen, long suffering, long suffering. We moved away from that, man. Twenty twenty, kids like, oh, you know, oh, Shorty ain't, you know, she ain't picked that off the menu. I ain't messing with her. Right. Shorty ain't wear this. I ain't messing with her. Nobody got resilience, man. Nobody got that grit. Nobody got that Jimmy Butler grind. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants that quick fix. That you know, it's all about getting it quick. Right. And. That's not the process, man. That's not the process. If you out there trying to get it quick, man, you probably gonna land on your ass real soon. You know what I'm saying? It really, you know, the, the if you ask me what's, what's a successful person, a successful person is a person that's willing to suffer long to achieve what they want. You know what I'm saying? That's what a successful person is, man. If people look at LeBron, oh, he get it, he win it, I bet you. LeBron had more nights than you could possibly imagine where he cried himself to sleep. But he got up, he did it over. You know what I'm saying? He kept at it, kept at it, kept at it. And that's what we really got away from, you know, especially our young folks, you know? And in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think that's what's really, really missing. You know, that spirit of long suffering, you know? People like, oh, your marriage, you suffering. Oh, he did this, leave him, you know? Oh, she did that, or you need to do you. Like, it don't work like that, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, you, you know, at the end of the day, there's karma, man. Listen. Right, right. It's karma. Karma is never lost. You know, so, that's what I say to that. Do, do you ever like, get a chance? You willing to stand the test of time and fight for what you want. And, and, and you know, and, and stand on your beliefs and your values. Is there ever a time that you actually get what you want? Or, or, yes, there is. Or, once you get clear, yes, there is. Stand back to be happy? Stand back and be happy. Well, you, you, I think, you know, I think you get what you want when you're clear. You know what I'm saying? When you're clear in who you need to be, then 
I think the universe is going to naturally go about you what you want because you're putting in that work. If you're saying, yo, I want to be married, I want to be this. So listen, you dating a, you, you dating a female, you're really interested in. You're putting in work, you know what I'm saying? You, you're listening to her, you know, you're thinking about what she likes, you know, you're thinking about how you can impress, you're thinking about, you know, how you can show her that, you know, you better than other you better than other candidates that she may be considering you know um, I think it, it, it I think people need to be intentional people need to be clear you know you gotta like people gotta start putting pens and paper write down what it is you you, you want to create and once you clear on that you roll it down all your energy all your moves all your conversations all your investments going to be toward that and trust me trust me it's going to you're going to be the benefits because that's what's going to enter your life but you know we also we also have to be um how can i say um we have to be aware of what's holding us back too you know um, i think we had this conversation two three two three weeks ago you know we all have blind spots so if I got a blind spot and I'm not willing to look in the mirror and see it, I'm gonna, you know, turn into that next lane and boom, an accident, you know, boom, an accident. But then I have a blind spot and I'm willing to see like, yo, that's my blind spot. I need to clean that up. I can easily avoid that crash. I can avoid that accident. And I can continue progression. I can make it to my destination, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You got blind spots. We have to also be self-aware. So, uh, and, and, and as 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 a person who has taken counseling, as a person who is very much so uh, involved in the mental health field, we also like black people. We don't want to get counseling. I don't, for the, whatever reason, we don't want to sit down and talk to a motherfucker about our problems. And I don't. That's like it's baffling to me. It's baffling. Like, we made it into everything in our life. We made it into our homes, we made it into our cars, we made it into our finances, but we don't want to make it into our hearts. Mm. I don't get it, bro. It don't, it's just, it don't make sense to me. Mm. We don't want to make it into that baggage, all that hurt, that pain, all that, you know, denial, all that letdown. We don't want to make it into that. We, oh, I'm good. We, we keep it closed up. Right, right. And I'm talking to the black community that's fake. Yeah, right, right. So, um, I see you as. I got a question for you, but before the question, I see you as successful, right? Successful in your career, successful as a father, and successful in your marriage. So, so, I know it's a journey. So my question to you is like, how do you deal with your failures? You know, like before the counseling. And we'll, <laughs> it's plenty. Huh? It's plenty. Trust me, I got a, I got a whole man. I got a whole road of failures. Like it's plenty, bro. Like more than you can ever imagine. And, you know, I, I, I like the whole admiration thing in here, so I'm not gonna share all my failures. Right. I got a bunch, bro. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, the failures, the failures are nothing more than lessons learned. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing more than lessons learned. 
Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Your, your failures teach you how to show up differently when next opportunity presents itself. So for me, failure, like, honestly, I, I also, like, I get a little scared of myself because I'm not afraid to fail. Mm. I'm not the, like, I, ju- mm-hmm. I, I, I judge myself. Like, I judge my failure differently than a lot of other people. Like, for me, failure is did you take the shot? That's failure. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Failure is not whether you made the shot or not. But failure for me is like, did you take the fucking shot? Or did you pass it to another bozo that missed the shoot? <laughs> like, nah, bro, I'm shooting the shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, gonna, if we lose, we're going to lose on my back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's failure. Failure is me. Like, LeBron, early in his career, LeBron would get the ball, pass it. He didn't want to take the last shot. Like, nah, I'm shooting this shit, bro. So that's failure. Like, didn't you attack that opportunity, that presented itself? You know what I'm saying? Or did you play scared ball and say, nah, I didn't next year? I do it five years from now. Then you never get it done. But failure, you know, without failure, you can't grow. You really can't. Hands down. Without failure, you can't grow. And babies learn to walk, they fall a bunch of times. Fall right on their ass. But what do they do? Yo, listen, man, everything you need to know is in the kindergarten classroom, man. Everything you need to know about this game of life is in the kindergarten classroom. Right. right, that's deep, that's deep. I want to backtrack to what you, you were saying about uh, therapy and counseling. You know, because a lot of times we're still holding on to, like, past trauma or sometimes we're we're broken, but we don't even know where to start to put the pieces together. You you know what I'm yeah. saying? And and I've struggled with that. I struggled with that too. I'm trying to heal, and I don't know even where to start. You know, so you I can't heal by yourself because you're in your own head. You you can't heal by your own standards, bro. Right. Sometimes you need a professional that's mm-hmm. gonna ask you the right questions to help you. Um, navigate what's hurting you. you know what I'm saying like hurt and trauma what happens is we bury it so deep in our subconscious it's buried so deep that we never really acknowledge it but guess what it's that blind spot it's there you know we change lanes we get into that accident that makes sense you know what I'm saying it's blind spots we, 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 we have to unpack it have to go back to that ugly place, that hurtful place, and we have to give it language. Like, I don't even know if you know, I almost killed my own brother. I almost killed your uncle. I don't even know if you know. Nah. Because that was such a traumatic event. The family never spoke of it. I never spoke of it. He never spoke of it because it was traumatic for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I almost killed Uncle Bernard. I don't know if you know. Nah. Yeah, I ain't gonna get into the details of how, but ask him about it. You know, but he buried it so deep. I buried it so deep. The family, my moms, everybody who witnessed it. My, I have friends in the house. They never spoke a word of it because it's traumatic, bro. And 
I had to go back and do that work because if not, guess what? I probably would have had another victim of that type of behavior and that type of ugliness that was rooted deep in my heart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, you have to do that work because mm. those blind spots are going nowhere unless you stare it down in the face. You got to stare the ugly in the face and face it head on. Or it would continue to show up in your life to the day you die. Mm. You have to. Right. You have right. to. That's how trauma works, you know? Trauma yeah. works in memory. Right. Trauma, it, it, it hurts your heart, but it eliminates, you know, it, it limits your memory. It say, you know what? It, it, tells, it tells Anthony, you know, Anthony, this ain't true. This don't really hurt us, but your heart is broken. You know what I'm saying? And when you meet Shorty, you, you want to go to the next level, you can't because you're so afraid. You're so hurt. The pain is so, the, the, the pain is so vivid and real. You're going to find a way to fuck it up. Right. You're going to find a way to fuck it up. Either by, you know, dating multiple shorties or just doing some fuckboy shit. Like, you're going to find a way to fuck it up. Because it's that hurt. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Shorty look at you the wrong way. I don't want to mess with her. You know? Her curl wasn't really popping today. I don't mess with her. Right. Like, you're going to find a way to, you know, just self-sabotage. So now we done got through the pain. I want to start towards the healing process. We good on time? We good on time. We got about we we got about ten. We good. All right. So 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 real quick. Um, I wanted to ask you first, like, uh, do you the the value of a dollar? The value of a dollar, man. How do you, how do you, uh, you know, as you get older, you know, when you're younger, you splurge, you know, you buy everything. Like, I had this thing when I got out of high school, right? My mom ain't buy me no Jordans. I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure my grandmother, your mother, <laughs> ain't touched no Jordans either. So, I had this thing where I had to make up for lost time, you know? So, I just started buying and buying and buying and buying, you know, trying to trying to fill that void. Uh, everybody teasing me for wearing like cheap clothes in high school and stuff like that, or bootleg shoes. So 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 when you really find out after, you, and then you get tired of it. So after that phase, when you f- really find out how you can make a dollar work for you instead of you working for a dollar. Like, what's what's the process for you? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I think, yo, you're asking a lot of dope-ass questions. I'm just going to shout you out on that. You're real-life shit. But, um, you know, and this is all my interpretation, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know, a, a black man chasing a dream. Right. I'm going to just say that. But, um. I want to acknowledge your question. And, and, and I will say, um, I think when we, when we reach a place, man, where it ain't about nobody else, where it ain't about our friends, where it ain't about the status quo, where it ain't about being popping in the hood, and it, and, and it comes about, you know, just, you know, like doing the right fucking thing, I think that's when the joints become less important. You know? The joints become less important because 
you you come to a point of real realization where it's about you know investing the money. You know what I'm saying? Investing in the stock market. Like little like how much would you say you you spent on Jordans in like a ten year span? How much would you would you say you spent? A little over two thousand, maybe three thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. What if I told you that a few thousand dollars with the right investment could have made you five million dollars? What if I told you that? I I feel like a fool. Okay, so that's that's where I'm going. Like, you know, there's anybody go go to Google right now. Had I invested at Amazon in 2007, if I invested three thousand dollars, how much would I be worth? You would be a fucking millionaire, bro. Right. Right. And excuse my lingo, excuse the, you know, like, but just this, this is a Christian podcast, Uncle. Straight up. <laughs> my bad to the Christian community, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I got two more questions for you, Unc. and then I'm gonna let you go, man. Um, the first question is now, right now, where you are in life. You know, how do you 
protect your peace and keep your sanity. Like right now, right now. Yeah, that's an easy one. Self care, man. You know, sometimes you gotta be selfish to be selfish. You know, so you have to, you know, you have to do things that are just for you. You know, like I go on walks. You know, I go on walks regularly, and in those walks, man, I'm just me. I'm with myself. I'm loud and I'm good, man. You know, I'm rapping the nods. You know, like I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm yeah. anywhere in the world. You know, in my mind, I'm in Jamaica. I'm in Belize. Like. Know, but you, you know, I go for walks, and that has really been like a safe space for me. Um, and um, I just, you know, you have to be aware of what makes you happy. Like prior to the pandemic, um, it's not, you know, it's prior to the pandemic. Uh, me and my sister we used to go out regularly, do karaoke. Right. Why? That shit made me happy. Yeah. That shit made me happy. That shit made me feel good inside. That was my selfish time. So you gotta be clear on what, you know, makes you happy, what restores you, what rejuvenates you, you know? And I think right now more than ever, it's important. You know, because nobody can define what makes a person happy. People come out with these apps, calm, meditate, you know, take do yoga, take deep breaths. Bro, I'm from Brooklyn, I don't make it happen. Right. I'm a black man from Brooklyn, that don't make me happy. All right, last question. Um, if you have one thing to say to the audience out of this whole conversation, you know, um, you know. You just think about the young listeners, like my age or even my little brother age, 10 years younger than me, you know, that's looking for guidance, looking for direction, that don't feel important, that feel invisible to the world, you know, and they don't have nothing to pull them, nothing to look forward to, nothing to pull them through. What would you say to them? Yeah, man, I think I started off by saying long stuff. You know, stand the test of time. Everything's a process. You know, ain't no one hit, one hit, uh, one day. And we know what happens to them when they've done one hit. They go broke. They get addicted to drugs and all of that stuff, man. Everything is a process, man. Stay committed. Stand the test of time. And um, you know, be clear on what you want. You know, be clear with yourself. Be clear with others. You know, go to your little brother. Be like, yo, turns. I'm gonna have a better. Our relationship is trash right now, you know? It's like we strangers, you know? Um, I want to have a better relationship. What is it that we can do to upgrade our relationship? Turn, you know, take that relationship from its current destination to the, you know, the upgraded destination. Um, and, and, and to young people, man, have a support, a support system. As I think about it and I think thought for it and I was thinking about the other day, every every like at every uh pivotal point in my life i had someone there cheering me on that is so critical man get out there and you might have that person in your life but everybody doesn't pay attention to that person you know everybody doesn't pay attention to that person that god planted in your life to you know just um really like um you know celebrate you in your journey man 
and I had these people, honestly, like hip was like probably the most significant one of them because probably up until like 24, 25, he was that person. And then, you know, it's time for me to go to the next level. Then it was another person. God kept those people in my life. And I don't believe he just did that for me. He did that. He, he does that for everyone. But it's up to us to be conscious enough, you know, to identify those folks. If you got people on the sideline that's rooting for you, identify them, man, and lean on them, lead them, because they're there. I thank God for my cousin Keenan. Shout out to Keenan if, he, if he's listening. Keenan. You know, Keenan's a real dude, man. Like, yo, listen, he, he has helped me through some of the most um, dark, darkest times in my life. And it's not it's not by coincidence, bro. It's, it's 100% God. You know, this, this is for the believers. You know what I'm saying? It's 100% God. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, man. I say those three things, man. Long-suffering, being clear, and identifying folks that's really on your team. Support system. Right, 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 right. I really want to acknowledge you for taking a shot, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, exactly what you're doing, a lot of people have it on their heart, but they haven't taken a shot. So, right. I really want to acknowledge you, man. Like, yo, like I said earlier, the message has to come from you. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because, um, yeah, man, this is special, man. This could be a special platform for so many people. Yeah, yeah since it's Thanksgiving, I wanna, uh, I wanna make it feel like we at the table with the family, with with uh, with all the food around us, and 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 we'll say what we we thankful for. So, you know, I'll start it off, and you you you'll end it. Got it, got it, do it. All right, so. Huh? The call may shut off. Disclaimer: The call may shut off before we can finish. <laughs> uh, so put it out there. All right, Heavenly Father, I come to you, thankful, thankful for having family, for having friends, for having, you know, everything in my life that you that you put in there, and I I want to ask for forgiveness and and for you to have mercy on my soul. Right now, I want to pray for Brian, pray for his family, pray that you, you know, keep shining your light on him, pray that you, you know, keep him safe, protected, pray that, you know, all the good he, 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 he has in his heart will never be attacked by evil, and if it is, you know, you'll be right there to stand shield, you know, I want to play for his wife, play for his Son, pray for his unborn son, that the one that's on the way. You know, just give him strength, wisdom, more love, more wealth, everything, because nothing without you is possible. Yes, yes. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 You said all. You said all right yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, yo, man. Have a great Thanksgiving, man. Kick back, relax. You know what I'm saying? Go, go with your moms to Poconos or wherever y'all. I'll be working, huh? Nah, man. Leave work alone. God gonna take care of that. Right. Be a family. Right. Be a family. Trust them. Trust them. Be a family.
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she gonna, she gonna have you back Friday up. You don't have to be a little back. Be a family. Yeah, yeah. All right, say no more, Unc. I love you, bro. Love you too, man. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Privilege. Yo, whenever you need to come pop in again, let me know. I'm I, I, I will hold you to your word. We might have to. We might have to do part two tomorrow night, bro. I don't mind blowing nobody to suicide. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good, man. I'm entertained. My people will be entertained, man. Let's. We did it. We did it, huh? Alright, alright, yo. Yo. Let me tell the people, I wish you love, peace, wealth, and truth. Always Road to Victory podcast. Later. Right. Road to Victory. Let's get it.